something I'm telling you about my faith. I can't let it go because if I let it go, I lose everything. Amen. Faith seizes the moment. Amen. You got to actually do it by faith. Amen. That's what God wants. Amen. Do it. But what's the difference? If you're pursuing your own agenda and you're trying to walk by faith, that faith will not work because it's not springing from God. But if God now says, do this, <clears throat> you act on it. I told you, we're flying between Baton Rouge and Mississippi. No, yeah, Mississippi and Baton Rouge. We went to Mississippi first. When God said, you know, you can do this. It's God that told me, you know, you can buy a jet. I said, okay, faith cometh. Hearing by? I didn't just go out there and I'm visualizing, I'm putting up pictures and I'm walking the floor and pacing on the refrigerator and doing all this stuff. Watch. He says, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. But you know the proof of him. Hallelujah. That's as a son with the father. He hath served. Mm -hmm. You notice? He says, as a son with the father, he served with me. In the gospel. Not as somebody who comes and trying to use you to get to where they're going. When a son comes to a father, they have no agenda. But the agenda of the Father. Amen. You serve with him. It's God that will come to you and say, now, I've inspected you. You've been faithful. Okay, I'm going to bless you with this. Amen. Not you're working a scheme. He says, say, son with the Father. He said, that's the proof of him. That's why he has the same mind as me. And I can send him knowing that he will bring an accurate report of what was going on. Resurrection House, I'm pleading with you, learn these things. Stop fooling yourself so you don't end up frustrated. Don't tell people you go to Resurrection House 10 years, 15 years, and nothing has changed. That is not resurrectional. Okay, thank you for that week, amen. I said, that's not resurrectional. I'm, I'm throwing a Nigerian thing in there. That's not resurrectional. We sing it all. Mm. <laughs> okay, now watch. But you know the proof of him. That's a son with the father. He has served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently so soon as I shall see how he will go with me. Go with me. Okay. Let me squeeze in this. Since I talked about that so much tonight. Look at the next slide, Luke 16. Luke 16. Your personal pathway to your destiny. God recognizes 
Everybody wants to do better for themselves. You want to be blessed. You want to do greater exploits. But there's a way to get there in this kingdom. I'm abbreviating it with these uh, scriptures. But let me take the first one. Look at 16 verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. What is the principle, beloved? God gives you a little first. And then he watches to see how you will handle it. Sometimes I get on people around me, you get a little money, you go out and buy something. They think I'm giving them a hard time. He said, you don't know you are taking a test. You haven't reached your destination. They're checking you out to see how you will handle money. He says, if you are faithful in the little stuff. He said, now, you are indicating that if God gives you plenty, you will also be faithful. But he said, if you are unjust in the least, you can't explain it away. He said, you will be also unjust in much. <laughs> I told you about this guy that came to Brother Shambach when he was alive. He said, Brother Shambach, I'm having a problem. What's the problem, son? He said, you know, years ago, my tithe was $40 a week. He said, now my tithe is $4,000 a week. And I'm having a hard time giving this preacher this kind of money. Oh. He said, oh, okay. When the money was small, you were giving to God. Now that the money is big, you are giving to the preacher. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's all right. Come, let me pray for you. Lift your hands. He lifted his hands. I don't know what a prayer he expected. He laid hands on him and said, Father, bring him down to the level where he will be comfortable tithing. He said, oh, no, no, no. I get the message. I get the message. Oh, okay, you need prayer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Watch. Then he says, If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust? I don't know why the church has not seen this. That the money test is so key in this kingdom. He said, now, God will set up money tests for you. And if you fail it, you disqualify yourself from spiritual riches. Hmm? He says, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon. He didn't even say, you will not be trusted with truth. He said, who will? Who do you think is crazy enough? You notice? Your personal pathway to your destiny. You begin to get your financial house in order with God. Amen. Don't allow Satan to keep showing you, you know, you got to do this. And you got that. Then you're making your personal decisions. 
You're going to die in the wilderness if you don't correct. Watch. It says, it says, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you? You notice, he says, the way you qualify for your destiny is that you're going to serve God faithfully in what he gives someone else to do. You notice how God set up his church in this kingdom. And people are passing and failing tests. People are going to hell and heaven. And it's all part of church. He says, they will watch to see if you will serve God faithfully. God, not your own agenda. I said it recently, I mentioned it briefly tonight, but now I'm re-saying it. All the people Satan sent to snare me, I can name them because some of you know them, but I'm not going to. They have all died. They came to counsel me with that leaven. One day, one guy came to me and said, well, what's your vision? I said, my vision is this, what I'm doing now. He said, no, 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 I understand you know, you're being faithful, but what's your personal vision? I said, that's what I just told you. He said, my vision is to run this race that is set before me. He said, no, you're not understanding. I said, no, it is you that don't understand. (laughs) No, no, you should have your own. I said, where did you read that from? What scripture tells you that? Those are idols in the way. And my journey was tough. I know you're benefiting from it. Because the people I was serving under didn't like me. And were accusing me of all kinds of things. And I told you, the pastor's wife came, called me one day. She said, first of all, I misjudged you. I said, oh, yeah? I said, how do you misjudge me? He said, well... I've always judged that people that walk slow are slow in the head. And you walk slow. But I, saw, I see that um, you are not in that number. You are too quick. You are too smart for me. I said, okay, thank God. Next, she said, well, and you've been making these tall claims that you hear this and you hear that and all of that. Huh? But I just don't believe that that's true. I said, okay. I said, remember now, before you called me, you walked past me. I was going to the worship center. She was going to the sanctuary side where her office was. She said, yes. I said, when you walked past me, you said these three things in your heart. She said, oh, my Lord and my God. I sure did. I said, okay, next. Then she said, how is it that you're able to do all these things? When you know how we feel about you. I said, oh, okay. I said, it's because I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for my father. I said, God gave you the responsibility to oversee this ministry. But this is my father's house. I'm serving my father. I don't care what you're doing to me. 
But people don't have that understanding. If they do something and they don't get a compliment, they start pouting and quit serving. Then you don't know, you, you know. You, can't, you cannot mess up in what God put you, in what someone else, he gave someone else to do. And you're believing that God will, he won't do anything. He says, if you have not been found faithful in that which God gave somebody else to do. He said, who will give you your own? Do you see how church folks are defeating themselves? When you are refusing to do what you're asked to do, or you're coming late to things, it's your, your destiny you're defeating. You're postponing everything God has for you. Read the word of God and stop listening to Satan. It won't work. You're going to join the millions that have died. Talking about what God will do that never happened. Never happened. <laughs> Let me read it to you again. I told you that when we finish this, if you didn't get it, we will start over. Watch verse 12. If you have not been faithful in that which is another man, who shall give you that? In other words, don't even think it. Nothing will be given to you in this kingdom. Until God certifies that you are faithful in that which he gave somebody else to do. But I've been sharing these things for years. People don't, they believe they know better and they rush ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I called the Bears years ago. I said, well, you guys say you're Bears. Yes. I said, but every time I need you to do something, you have an excuse. He said, only this one guy keeps serving. I said that, uh, and I saw myself sitting in a jet and that guy came and sat in front of me and crossed his legs. Hmm. So I, I was trying to encourage them to repent and make correction. Instead, they went the other way. One guy told me later after he left the church that I destroyed him that day. So that meant that all the things he was doing was not appreciated. So look at this ignoramus. <laughs> he wasn't even on the planet. You can see now, but what's funny, the jet is here, and none of them. Amen. <laughs> the armor bearers that are riding in the jet weren't even saved by the time we were having this conversation. They were still on the street. <laughs> can you believe that? This is what happens in this kingdom. The people that God had it for lost it. So when I'm telling you guys that, that are here now, you think I'm messing with you. I'm telling you, you're sitting in someone else's chair. And there's somebody else so hungry. I'm believing God for your chair. <laughs> and as soon as you mess up, they jump in. And now they'll be flying in the global. <laughs> That's what keeps happening in this kingdom. God. <laughs> and the guy got angry, left the church, 
and didn't even have the courtesy to talk to me. He came here and handed the maintenance man the key to the church and left. And God told me to go to their house. I've talked about it before because every rotation of that tire hurt. Hey. Some things that God required me to do. That thing was so painful. But I just kept driving. I'm driving. And finally I got to their house and I parked. And then I rang the doorbell. He came. I said, oh, pastor. Come on in. So I went in. And I sat down. They said, to, to what do we owe this? I said, you guys need to come back to the church, get your relationships right before you go wherever you, you think you're going. They said, no, we don't have any problems with any relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, people are deluded. <laughs> All right, then. I said, you all have a blessed day. I left. So I came here to the altar and reported to the leaders the outcome of my trip. And then Minister Gavin gave a prophetic word that God said the, was that the marriage will fail in 90 days. But it didn't fail in 90 days. It failed after one year. They got divorced. But they went, when they were doing their shoulder, they thought they were doing me. They didn't know they were. Uh -huh. You abort everything God has for you if you are not faithful in that which God has given another man. Amen. That's how you get your own in this kingdom. Whether it's a business that God has for you, or a ministry that God has for you, or whatever God has for you, he will put you in that which he gave someone else, and then he will observe you. And if you pass, you sign off. If you fail, you will be marking time until you see the undertaker coming. Nothing will happen. <laughs> Even my mother that left, I was shaving one morning, and God said to me, go warn him to return. This will be the last time. I came and told the leaders, and they chose Minister Gavin to go tell him he didn't want to go. Who wants to do that? That is rough. So he sat in his truck for a long time outside, and he fleeced God, and God took the fleece and manifested it so he didn't have an out. <laughs> and he went there to deliver the message. Of course, they didn't listen. God said that would be his last call. Some of the things I see happening, who would have thought that a young lady that grew up in this church dancing and doing now she's a witch on, and practicing witchcraft and recommending witchcraft on the internet. But when, you see, when people think they're raising their shoulders, they think they're doing me, they don't know the devils that are waiting on them. <laughs> I just keep laughing. This is the kingdom of God, not American culture. You must be found faithful. In that which God has given to somebody else. And then you qualify for your own. Hallelujah. Otherwise, hey, don't you even think it that God will give you anything. Don't even think it that God will do anything. So when Satan comes messing with you, 
Tell him, no, I'm working on my destiny. Hallelujah. I want God to find me faithful at Resurrection House for all nations. Glory to God. Glory to God. It says, if you have not been faithful in that which is another man, who shall give you that which is your own? He's asking you, do you think God is crazy? That he will try to give you something for you when you have been unfaithful? Because it's the same God that you are believing. That's who you are dishonoring. What I love about the kingdom of God. First of all, Jesus said to all of us, he said, take my yoke upon you. And he said, learn of me. He said, for I'm meek and lowly in heart. Uh So if you haven't gotten that meek and lowly in heart, you know you haven't found Jesus yet. (laughs) He said, you need to learn from me because I'm meek and lowly in heart. Learn it. If you are not faithful in that, which is another man, God will never give you your own. Stop wasting your time. It won't happen. You're going to burn your youth and it's going to be wasted. Like all the other people that have gone before you. (laughs) Glory to God. Well, I celebrate by faith that you will receive this word and that it will change your life, change your heart, change how you are operating. And that the grace of God will fall on you. In the name of the Father, Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost, and the redeemed of the Lord, shout it, Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, you must know that someone else is more hungry than you for what you already have. That what God has already done for you, somebody else is believing him for it. And if you take it for granted, if you don't use what he has blessed you with for the purpose for which they were given, you're going to lose it. You have to know that that's the way destiny works. Many of you have taken things for granted and lost it. May God help you. The Bible says, to a hungry man, every bitter thing is sweet. You have to go through all these diabolical things and stay the course to maintain what God has for you. Otherwise, someone else will take your chair. People are fasting 40 days right now, believing God for what he's already blessed me with. I'm not confused. <laughs> to a hungry man, every bitter thing is sweet. In other words, they're able to roll with the punches and they hold on to get to their destiny. Otherwise, it will be snatched from you. As in the examples I gave, the armor bearer crew I had at the time all lost out. Now you go on is here. And I'm warning the people that are now armor bearers. I said, remember, even when these people were in place, you weren't even saved. And now God has given you their chair. And if you don't fight to maintain what you have, somebody else will be moved in into your place. <laughs> and then they will be globe trotting and and when we move into the last frontier 
of what God has sent us to do, you will be missing in action. You have to know that in destiny, it always seems like it's not going. If you were wandering around with David in the wilderness for 13 years, would you still have believed that he would make it to be king for the next 30, what is it? He ran 40 total. So seven years as the king of Judah, and then 33 as the king of Israel. A total of 40 years. But it took 13 years to birth and 40 years to execute. Wow. And today, Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne of David. These things instruct me. They're the ones that kept me on course and that's still helping me to hold on even though things are so tough right now. But we are going on in faith. We, are, we keep going, believing God, trusting God. And then the torturous path comes into a large room. Eh? The psalmist spoke about it. He says, men rode over our heads. You tried us as in the fire. And then he finished by saying, and you brought us into a large place. Another translation is into a large room. We don't know how broad the expanse was of their breakthrough, but it was large. Amen. Do you see yourself going to a prepared place, a bigger place, a greater realm? Then go through the afflictions of the moment. Go through the trials of the moment. Hold on to the unchanging hands of God. He will bring you through. Don't listen to the devil. He knows everything going on. He's faithful and true. I say he's faithful. The promise, as my pastor used to say, he said, no, yours is, I am faithful and true. So I dropped that one. I am faithful and true is my own. Amen. And I'm inviting all of you friends, all you sons and daughters, hold on to that. God is faithful and true. Amen. He will prove true in your life and your destiny. I celebrate him every day. I rejoice on this set that our God is faithful and true. Sunday morning, 10 a.m., don't forget. Thanksgiving service, this is your personal invitation. Bring your family, I'm serious. Bring your family. Come and worship. Experience something you've never known. You'll be amazed. Don't worry about whether it's your church or not your church. Come. Listen to God for the seed you will bring I said, thanksgiving to the altar. See God bring you into a brand new life, a brand new destiny, an elevation. You will be blessed. Do you know that people in house, no matter what I say, they still continue to do, you know, what they do. And they sit here and nothing ever changes. You have to practice as I have delivered them to you. Not as you have interpreted or misinterpreted them to be. Amen. I celebrate the grace of God. I thank God for the miracles of resurrection. Ooh, I feel it washing over me now. The glory of resurrection. I release it to you by faith in Jesus' name. And pray that it will touch you right now. The rain will fall on you. God will have mercy on you. God will bring you through. God will deliver you from the oppression of the enemy. And deliver you from depression and discouragement. Let your faith rise. Let your faith work. In the name of the Father, Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. 
Sunday morning is here at 10 a.m. We love you. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.